This is Abby Webster Moran, and you're listening to Season 1, Episode 12 of No Place Like Ohm. Hello, welcome back. I've missed you. You may not have even noticed that I uh, took a bit of an extended break. What started off to be one weekend, one week off, snowballed into a few weeks since my last episode. And I like to do weekly, uh, weekly podcast. So it started off, you know, as a I had some technical difficulties, and I've started this really intense but wonderful advanced yoga teacher training through the Him- Himalayan Institute. And it's online and it's, I'm in the first session of, there will be three 100 hour sessions. I'm in the first session for myself and it's spread out over the month of August and it's intense, but as I said, really wonderful, really shining a light on uh, many of the teachings and studies and practices that I have been digging into for really a good 20 years. So that's been a little bit of it. But then here in the Midwest, we were uh, hit with a major storm, a new type of storm I've never even heard of. Like it feels like 2020 is just kind of making shit up at this point and throwing it our way. But we, there was a derecho that ripped through here on Monday, August 10th. And so our studio was without power from Monday until Friday, but we were so lucky. We did not suffer any damage other than financial, but we did not lose uh, any any substantial damages to the building or to our home. But I know there are people suffering everywhere, even still right now, a week later. I'm going to be talking to someone who's been organizing some hands-on action in communities in Iowa. I think Coralville, Iowa. I've got an interview with him coming up this week, so look for that to come later in the week or early uh, next week. That will be my next uh, episode that I put out. But today, I have no guest. I just wanted to touch base and bring in some of the mindful practices that I've been studying here. Uh, but I, before I get to some systematic relaxation, which I will be sharing today, I just wanted to talk about the subject of impact versus intention or intent. And there's a really great podcast. I've mentioned one other time on my spiritual bypassing episode with Sarah Stevens. I think that was episode eight. I brought up the podcast First Name Basis hosted by Jasmine Bradshaw. And I want to reference her podcast again. It is a wonderfully done, very short and succinct and to the point weekly podcast. Um, Really, I think the intention behind it is, excuse me, how to talk to your children about racism and anti-racism and social justice and and these topics that can be difficult to navigate even as adults. But she has done a lot of research and her husband sometimes comes on. And I think it's a collective of parents really that started it. Anyway, as I ramble on, I want to draw your attention to three of her episodes. She did a three-part series on cancel culture. And she even talks about, you know, the kind of controversial subject of um, the Confederate statues that are coming down. And I encourage you to check them out. There's three episodes and they're all under 30 minutes each. 
but it was in the first of those three that she mentioned impact versus intent. And I want to say, I know she's mentioned it in other episodes, but that's the one that it really clicked with me. When I've, you've heard me rant and rave uh, in past episodes on things like spiritual bypassing and why it's so hurtful and how, you know, the, the road to hell was paved with good intentions, right? And there are a lot of us who feel like well-meaning, well-intended people. But if our impact is negative or being perceived as negative or causing harm to people, even if it isn't intentional, once we become aware that whatever that action is, it really is upon us to then change that action, apologize and change it rather than to just keep clinging on to really what turns into an excuse. Well, I didn't mean it that way. Sorry, not sorry is how that comes across. And that's really hurtful. And that ends up really coming from a place of privilege. And so I have been racking my mind of how to better communicate this because there are a lot of loved ones in my life that I have a lot of um, hard conversations with conflict. Not everyone in my circle of dear loved ones feels the same way that I do for uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, for example. And and I, and maybe, you know, in my yoga community, there's some spiritual bypassing going on that, that hurts me and hurts others, but I'm having, I, or I have been having difficulty really getting my, my words, my message, my, my heart and intent, my intent across. And it occurs to me that I need to be concerned about my impact as well. How can I be supportive of these movements? How can I communicate the need to change these things that, that um, maybe um, are causing unintended harm? But how can I change my message to create more impact? Uh, and I thought of an example. And, you know, it's a little absurd. So take it with a grain of salt. But hopefully at the end of the example, you can kind of connect better with what I'm trying to communicate about impact versus intent. And as I said, Jasmine says it really best, so check out her episodes, but I'm going to do my best today with this kind of silly example. Imagine you are at the park and you have stepped in a huge pile of dog shit. You didn't notice that you stepped in dog shit. You didn't mean to. It wasn't your intention and you're not even aware that it is there. You are maybe listening to some music and you're walking around and you're just having the best day ever. And you go and sit on a bench next to your good friend that you see sitting at the same park as you and you go and sit down and your friend feels a little bit offended to be in the same space as you, right? Doesn't want to hug you, is maybe crinkling their nose and a couple other friends come up and join and notice that you reek of dog shit. And finally, someone brings it to your attention, Hey man, I don't really want to sit by you. I'm sorry. I can't really hug you or smile right now because you really reek. And instead of saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Let me wipe that off. You say, oh, well, that wasn't my intention. I didn't mean to step in the dog shit, but you just continue to sit there and want people to hug you and share space with you and just kind of refuse to acknowledge that you probably should just remove the offensive smell or behavior. Now, that's kind of a silly example, but do you see how our impact really is greater than our intention 
when it comes to our interactions with our community. It's just a little food for thought, a little seed I wanted to plant, something to consider when we, especially in the wellness and yoga world, when we are sharing our ideas, when we're sharing um, whatever it might be, memes or messages of what I keep referring to as spiritual bypassing. I I have to say, I've had some resistance out there. I've had some people feel really uncomfortable with me pointing these things out. And again, my intention is never to be hurtful, but to be an educator and really to help provide some resources for those of us who identify as white allies. And really my goal is to reach people who say that they're not racist, but who won't embrace anti-racist behavior. This is another place where this intent versus impact conversation starts to become more and more important. You may not intend to be causing harm to the Black Lives Matter movement or to the Black community with your words or your messages of encouragement and just be positive or I don't see color or all lives matter. It may not be your intention to be hurtful, but once you've heard that they absolutely are, when people of color say to you directly or in general, and and it takes five minutes to really do the work and look in to see how those things are hurtful and why, it just behooves us to stop. Stop the offensive behavior. Wipe the dog shit off your shoe, right? And just say, I'm so sorry, you know, and then change it. Change the behavior. As I mentioned, I'm not just pointing fingers. Anytime I've done any of these episodes and you've heard me speak passionately about um, all kinds of things, I want to assure you that I'm not pointing fingers at, at the rest of the world and none at myself. For every single finger I point forward to you, my index finger right for or pointing back at me, I'm calling myself out too. I'm aware of previous bullshit behavior, as I've said before in previous episodes. I'm aware of it and I'm trying to make changes. I'm also aware that I come across as radical sometimes in my attempt to passionately share my views. And my intention is to be supportive and not divisive. So I hear you, uh, people that have given me some, some input. I've had some criticism. I'll say that the only real criticism I've had have been from conservative white people. Um, but even still, if my ultimate goal is for us all to reach this common ground, this common understanding, if my ultimate goal is for my anti-racist messages to be heard and effective, then I have to think about the impact of my words over my intention as well. So I'm going to continue to work towards finding that balance, that balance of support, education, amplifying Black voices, um, and, and shining the light in places that need more attention in the world of social justice. Um, but yes, I hear, I hear what folks have to say as well, and I'm going to continue to work on mindfulness in how those words and those efforts, uh, the impact rather that those words and efforts have on people who choose to listen or not listen. All right. That's enough to um, enough of what I want to say about that particular subject. Again, I'll be putting in the show notes links to the podcast that I referred to today. 
And I haven't given any uh, meditation practices in many episodes. And that is part of the original goal and focus of this podcast. Now, I will say, I, I feel like every episode does work in mindfulness, even the ones where we get fired up, right? Because it's important to be mindful about um, how we see ourselves and how we see the rest of the world. But I also know we could all benefit from some systematic relaxation, not to sidestep the difficulties and um, hard truths of the world. In fact, the opposite. We want to continue to be mindful of those things. And yet, we have to continue to take care of ourselves and to re-energize ourselves and just to take that time to return to center so that we feel more grounded, more stable, stronger, firmer in our own convictions. Uh, You know, like when the plane is going down, we put the air mask on our own faces first, right? Before we can help others. That's what I look at mindful practices and meditation as as kind of doing in life. It, it often feels like the whole plane is on fucking fire, right? And so um, I have to take a moment at each day, sometimes many moments each day, to put that uh, uh, life-saving oxygen mask on my own face for a few moments before I can then be uh, of service to my family, my clients, my community my world. And with that, I'll lead us through just a short uh, practice in mindfulness and just a connection to the breath. It's just a systematic relaxation. So find yourself either seated or reclining comfortably. And it may be that you need to pause this and come back to it when you're in a space where you can be free from distractions. Whatever position you choose to be relaxing in, it's something that you want to be able to have some alertness, some awareness, even while you relax your body. Something that you can really just become heavy and soft and release into. So become aware of the points of contact with the seat or floor beneath you. And just notice the support of that sturdy floor or ground or chair. And begin to let yourself soften into these places. Feel yourself let go of some tightness and maybe heaviness. Take a moment to notice where you might be holding tension in your mouth or the skin around your eyes. Maybe soften the flesh of your forehead and your cheeks. Let those become heavy and soft. As you feel yourself settling down, just become aware of the quality, the sound, the placement of your breath. Just notice 
and then become a little more intentional and dare I say impactful with your conscious breath. Keep the breath in and out of the nose if you can. And as you breathe in and out, notice the cooling sensation of the breath in through the nostrils and the warming sensation of the breath out of the nostrils. Let your mind follow this rhythm, this pattern, but see if you can keep the breath even on the inhales and exhales. Smooth and deep, continuous, even breaths that are quiet in nature. Perhaps you notice this natural expansion of your body, your belly, your chest as you breathe in. And this gentle, subtle contraction coming back into center on the breath out of the abdomen, the chest. And again, let your mind follow this rhythm of expansive inhales and deep exhales, even quality of the breath in and of the breath out, even and quiet as you inhale and exhale smoothly, deeply, and continuously. Staying connected to the rhythm of your breath. Notice the softness and soft yielding of your legs and feet. Relaxing, letting go as you Again, notice that expansion and contraction around your abdomen and side body and chest. And as you breathe in and out, bringing awareness to the arms and hands. Feeling your shoulders and your fingers just releasing all remaining tension. When you inhale next, bring your awareness to the soles of your feet and draw that slow, deep breath in all the way up to the top of your head, the very crown. And as you exhale, the same length of the breath in, but Now it descends down the body all the way back to the bottoms of your feet. And repeating this pattern, inhaling from the soles of the feet, up the legs, up the midline of the body to the very crown of the head and 
without stopping the slow descent of the breath out, traveling the same path all the way back down to the bottoms of the feet. And just repeat this same rhythm of your breath with your mind's eye tracing this same path up the body on inhale and back down to the soles of the feet on the exhale. And then bring the awareness to the pelvic floor, the base of the spine. Just take a full breath in and out of this space for a moment as your mind settles here. And then as you breathe in, draw the awareness from the pelvic floor on the inhale, tracing up the central axis of the body all the way to the crown of the head. Exhaling from crown of the head all the way to the base of the spine, pelvic floor. And take three or four of your breaths, smooth and even and deep on the inhale from that pelvic floor to the top of the head. Smooth, even, deep, continuous exhale back down to the pelvic floor. Coming next to the heart center, rest your awareness here for a moment. When you inhale next, moving that breath from the center of the heart, up the throat, behind the eyes, to the very center of the head. Exhale, descending that same path down to the center of the heart. Following this same rhythm for a few breaths, deep and smooth and continuous, from heart to head and back again. Finally, moving awareness to the center of the forehead, just above the brow. Very slowly tracing the inhale from the center of the forehead all the way to the very top of the crown. And just as slowly, smoothly exhaling from the crown to the center of the forehead. Following this pattern for Two or three more breath cycles, your rhythm, your breath, maintaining these qualities of smooth, even, deep, continuous, and quiet. Take a slow, deep breath from the top of your head all the way down to your fingertips. Give them just a little wiggle. Maybe even start to move the body a bit as you exhale from the fingertips to the crown. Take a few just deep, natural cleansing breaths, whatever feels natural to you. 
Maybe restore a little movement in the hips, the spine, fingers and toes. It might feel good to reach overhead and once more breathe in as you stretch a bit. As you exhale, bring your hands maybe onto your knees, your abdomen. If you're seated, you could bring your hands to your heart center. Either way, let's just take a moment here to just become aware of any internal sensations that may be different than when you began. Notice any sensations of heat or a vibration or some energetic feeling that resonates with you. Notice that in all parts of the body, especially your shoulders, your spine, your hips. As you return the awareness to that conscious breath, you may gently open the eyes and just take this moment to acknowledge this inner light of awareness deep within you and recognize that within each of us there is this inner light. The light in me honors and recognizes and bows humbly to the light in each of you. Thank you for sharing space with me today. I look forward to spending more time with you and to getting back to weekly episodes. I'd like to finish out season one in a few more episodes. I have a few more plans for season one, and then I'll take a very short break before coming back with a a little slight different focus with season two, but a lot of the same content. So I thank you so much for joining me, and I encourage you as always to take care of yourselves and of each other. Bye for now. Thank you.